Welcome back to Season 1, Episode 11 of The Bridge Podcast. This will be the last episode of the season, and then we're going to kick off a new season after this one. It will be Season 2, and we're going to talk about um, that season kind of when we get there. It's going to have its own theme and everything like that. So Gabe and I are in the studio. (laughs) Yep, we're in the studio finally together. It's been a couple months where we haven't recorded a podcast face-to-face. It's been through the computer so it's good to uh see sam's a living person in front of me so yep i am alive here. i'm living all right uh let's kick it off with a quote so our quote today we're simply talking about a lot of hours that to get where we want to go isn't about brilliance but continual effort so today we're going to be breaking down the calendar club if anybody doesn't know what the calendar club was something that Sam and I created. Um, It was based off Jesse Itzler's calendar club where he would run the corresponding date, run the corresponding mile to miles to what day it was. So on like February 23rd, he would run or walk 23 miles. And um, so we decided to make a version of that. The first seven days of the month of May, we're going to do that. And then after that, we would break up the miles and divide them by three so like on may 30th we all did 10 miles may 31st 10.33 whatever Mm -hmm. so and they were you could ideally run the miles um but you could walk them as well we the only thing that we asked was no bike riding but um yeah so originally we were gonna do like when i saw the jesse itzler challenge i was like oh let's just do it like prescribed like mile for whatever corresponding day it was then we slept on it had some nightmares and I was like, okay, we're not going to do this. Dude, I'm not kidding. Like I woke up I sweating nightmares. the next morning. I was like, oh my God. Like I was yeah. thinking literally of like me, like waking up at 6am and like starting to run. And then me at like 1135, like just finishing my run is like, oh, starting yep. again tomorrow. Starting again. That's funny. All right. So kind of moving on to our experiences with it. Um, May has 31 days, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it was 31 days of pretty much your continual effort, um, 31-day commitment to a goal, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so my experience was I, I'm i not a runner. Um, I haven't ran, like, I didn't run preparing for this. So it was kind of like an off-the-cuff thing. So I had to, the first week wasn't horrible just because, like, one mile, you know, and then two miles, three yeah. miles. Then once we got up to, like, the six, mile six and seven, um, it was kind of difficult. Split them up in two runs, and then like a walk, the last mile type deal, and then it kicked back down a little bit after day seven. But um, I remember the one thing that I had to focus on was being able to wake up early enough to where I can knock out miles in the beginning of the day. Yeah. This was when everyone was still quarantining too. It was nice because we didn't have like a whole lot of. Yeah, stuff going on and stuff like that. But, um, Gabe, I'll let you talk a little bit about your experience before I move forward. Yeah, no, to go off that point, um, just talking about, like, starting your day off with some miles, it felt like you got something, like, accomplished and under your belt. Like, I remember even sometimes before online classes would start, I'd get, like, a mile or two in. And just going into those classes, I had, I felt like I had something already accomplished and I'd already had my day rolling. And for most of the days, I'd start with a mile walk while listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, just like 
going on, we, we've talked about it before, like putting positive things into your mind first thing in the day. Um, that's when your mind is most vulnerable, I think, because it's empty after mm-hmm. like a long night's rest. So I think that really helped um, me like get through my online classes and like kind of like clear my mind of like what's going on in the world, you know, because I get caught up a lot in like the things I can't control, like with the pandemic. So I think walking really, like, cleared my mind and uh, helped me just, like, get through the difficult tasks that were ahead. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, once we got into the higher mile days, I would wake up and then immediately go on a walk and Mm -hmm. listen to, like, an hour-long podcast or something. And then I would try to run the rest of the miles. So that was, honestly, my days were pretty fantastic. Just because, like, I don't know, I was walking, like, the sun was just coming up podcast and like feeding the soul and stuff like that so i really enjoyed that experience but also um it hurt man yeah it hurt we had a lot of if you follow us on instagram you saw that we kind of like opened it up to the community we had a facebook group going of like 20-ish people yeah give or take a couple um so everyone every day people would post like a picture of themselves and they'd have like their nike run club app showing the miles that they ran that day like, yep, just finished day three, and they talked a little bit about stuff like that. So it was, it was pretty cool to have a community because when I wasn't feeling like it, I'm like, oh, okay, there are these other people getting yeah. it working. Um, you know, if they can do it, I can do it too. So everyone was kind of feeding off of each other and wish that social media was that community all the time. Yeah, really. You know? It's cool to see social media, like, work for something that's on the positive side rather mm-hmm. than the negative. Like, not to brag and show me like hey i'm doing this to tear others down it's like hey we're doing this like awesome thing but we're doing it together yeah so i think a lot of people backed up on the community too and i know a couple times i was like yeah like i didn't get all the miles in today and i'm like but that's okay like i'm gonna get back at it tomorrow you know and i think a lot of people got caught up in oh my gosh i missed one day the month is over yeah and i was like no like like, at the end of the month, I did, like, my totals, and I, I didn't finish out. Well, yeah. all right, so I didn't do the last day, which is haunting me. So one of these days, I'm going to run 10.4 miles. You still haven't done the last day? No, oh, but I'm going to do it. No, no, I'm going to do it. But um, when I, I tallied up my miles, because I missed, like, two days, and I came up short two days, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was at 93% for my miles. Oh, okay. Out of 100. So, like, 93%, that's... That's still passing. That's, yeah, that's, that's a. more that's than an passing. A. <laughs> that's an A. So, like, I was super proud of myself for what I did. So, I wanted to, like, reassure people, like, hey, even if you miss one day, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. And it's, like, I, your body needs that, that like, rest, too, because it's just, like you said, like, the continual effort, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's getting away from the, like, all-or-nothing mentality. Like, I... Going into it, I was like, yeah, like, it'd be cool if I could do all of this. Like, obviously, that was my goal. But I think I ended up at the end missing three, <clears throat> either three or four days. Um, one of which those days was my 21st birthday and the day after that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, and it, and like I accepted that I'm like, yep, didn't get my miles in today. I did a poor job of managing my time mm-hmm. um, or I was just being soft, but I hopped back on it the next day and I finished the month out. So I think that's, that's the important thing. It's like, um, it's like yeah. that one quote, like, you strive for perfection and catch excellence on the way down. Yeah. So it's like, we strove, strove, struck, no, struck, we, we would strive yeah. for perfection of doing every day, 
but we caught excellence by like our failures yeah you know by not finishing a day strong but like realizing like that was the cool thing is like like i do have tomorrow so that i used that kind of as both a motivation but also it could be looked as the other way you know Mm -hmm. like i have tomorrow to get miles in too which kind of sucks because i just finished all these miles but also i have tomorrow in case like i come up short today Mm. but also it's like tomorrow's not guaranteed so i was like yeah shit like i gotta get (laughs) i gotta finish this right right for sure um what was your biggest challenge probably on the days when i didn't want to like experience the pain of running yeah like you when you like i would wake up in the morning and be like "Ah, i have six miles to do today yeah you know and i wasn't really in that when you, when you catch yourself in a weak mindset, that's when you start to talk yourself out of things. True. So when you're not, you know, you are, you can't be like the determined mindset 100% of the time. So on those times that you don't have the determined mindset, when it sneaks up on you and it starts creeping in and it's like, you know, you're about to go through some pain. But I was still in bed when I was thinking about that. Like I'm nowhere yeah. even near the pain yet and yeah. I started freaking out. So I, I learned to control that a little bit more and worry about it when I got there. But, uh, yeah, what about you? I think my biggest challenge was, like, time management some days. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be 3, 4 o'clock, and I hadn't gotten any miles in. I'm just like, oh, man. And I'd sit here, like, worrying about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you said, like, sitting in bed worrying about it when you're, like, you're not even in that situation yet. Yeah. So, it was those days where I would wait till, like, 3 or 4 to start my miles. That's but it was tough. also it was also like nice for me because James like our our brother mm-hmm. brother from another mother he was doing it too so him and I ran together a lot and we walked some miles and uh, it was good to have like like we wouldn't have the days like we both wouldn't feel sorry for ourselves on the same days you know? yeah and when I was down he picked me up when he was down I picked him up vice versa so I think. That really comments on, like, the support system, the mm-hmm. community, and all that. For sure. Yeah, one thing that I really... What's that? It's the thing, like, if you want to become a master at something, you got to spend 10,000 hours doing it. Yeah. Something like that. I thought that was interesting, because the calendar club, I don't know what the average hours of days are throughout the month that you're committing lot, to it, dude. but, like, some... On the higher days, higher mileage days, you're committing, like, four or five hours of your day to this. Yeah. It's, like, how many hours are you willing to commit to something else? Like, if you're trying to learn a craft or if you're studying to pass an exam, like, are you putting in five hours a day every day for 31 days? Like, imagine the knowledge you can get from that. Right. Um, same thing with your health, fitness, your mindset, you know? Or are you just watching TV for six hours of the day? Right. Yeah, no, the calendar, the calendar club definitely taught me um, that, like, this was an experience that taught me discipline. Mm-hmm. Which also I'm gonna keep like in my in my bag for like now I have no excuses to read for twenty minutes a day because I'd be walking or running for hours a day. Yeah. I have no excuses for not like working on my stretching and mobility, flexibility for ten minutes a day when I walked four to five hours in a day. Yeah. So it was just like I think the calendar club really helped me realize my excuses and be like 
cowboy up or like mm-hmm. what's the thing kevin hart says it i think it's like put your cowboy pants on or like something like that like yeah like who cares about your excuses like yeah by any means necessary for sure so moving on to the community gabe has some a story that he would like to tell we asked um the facebook community that we did it with to comment some of their challenges or some of the stories that related to the calendar club so gabe's got one from from someone who did it with us yeah so this is actually my favorite story of calendar club i think and it encap it encapsulates what we were trying to do from the jump and um so our neighbor um had just ran his miles and he like posted on the facebook page and i think it was like around six or seven miles the run and he Mm -hmm. ran them all together and um he posted on the facebook page just like pr'd my miles like ran them all in a sub nine minute mile like first time i did that for over Mm -hmm. a five mile run and he goes and in the comments someone said something like oh like great job whatever and then um one of his buddies or something happened and he explained how his boss texted him Cause he ran it in the middle of the day and he still had work and his boss texted him like, Hey, are you ready for that big meeting with like our biggest customer? And he's like, he goes, man, I just ran like seven miles at a sub nine minute pace. Like I'm on top of the world right now. I can do anything. Mm -hmm. Like you could have me speak to whoever and I'm, we're closing that deal. Yeah. And dude, that fired me up. Like I'm getting goosebumps from it right now. Mm -hmm. But that was the whole point of the calendar club is to be like, like cookie jar this yeah. and apply it somewhere else in your life. Right. So like that confidence he got from the running, then over like the cup overfilled into his like his work life, into his family life, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was like an awesome story. And um, yeah, that it gave me goosebumps when I saw that because that's that's why Sam and I put this together. Right. Yeah, I love that story. And it's the thing, like you said, filling up your cookie jar and using that to empower yourself in something else that's completely unrelated. Yeah. You have your your running, your fitness to your um, your job, you know, your the corporate world or whatever industry you're in for for work. So I thought that was pretty cool. I do that all the time with oh yeah with fitness and um, like education. I think it's a lifestyle. Yeah. But it's cool to see how, I think it's kind of like in school, you know how some of the sports players, their confidence and stuff overflows into school and mm-hmm. that's just how they are because they've, you know, like they have the confidence from sports. I think that's kind of what the calendar club gave to some people, like just that confidence and then overflowed into other parts of their lives. Mm-hmm. And I think like a story for mine is, um, during online classes we had presentations for this and he um he asked for volunteers and as soon as he said volunteers i was like oh i'll go first and so i'd go first on the presentation because i knew that the next following days would be presentations too and i knew i needed to stretch and i was like well if i go first for presentations i can get it over with and then i can turn my mic and camera off and i can stretch while (laughs) while the class is going on (laughs) which would help me for calendar club so kind of um indiscreetly like calendar club helped me to go first in the presentations not get right. so worried about it and put the time and effort that was needed before to prepare 
so I could do do well, you know? For sure. Yeah. What was your work? Did you have, like, a day where you're just, like, walking and you're like, dang, like, why did, like, why did I do this? Or... Yeah, bro, every day of the count. No. Um, a couple. Not a lot. I, I'm, I'm kind of good at pulling myself out of, like, a current mindset and kind of transforming it. And it's nice, too, because I always had a podcast going. So, yeah. and the podcast was, like, on the lines of, like, an inspirational yeah. type of podcast. But definitely a lot of lessons um, learned throughout this process and the biggest one was asking myself when i decide to make a goal like am i truly committed to it so if i make a goal for myself and i miss the deadline or i don't accomplish at the end what i wanted to accomplish or envisioned i accomplished i can look back and reflect on was i actually truly committed to it was i doing it every single day saturday and sunday was i committing x amount of hours to it and most of the time it was no like, I made a goal, and I'd put a couple, like, maybe an hour, you know. Yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday into it, and I was like, no, like, I need to apply calendar club. To consi- amount ca- Calendar club intensity and consistency to this so I can reach this goal. That was my biggest lesson. What about you? And talk, no, no, no. Talk about what you've been doing these last couple weeks or a month. Oh, yeah. So, um, the CrossFit gym that I coached at ended up going out of business after kind of businesses reopened in ohio and so i saw it as an opportunity to start doing like outdoor functional fitness classes in bowling green Mm -hmm. um so the people that didn't transfer over to other crossfit gyms um i reached out to and they would come we did knock it on like 45 minutes to an hour just at a public park give them a workout um i have some weights people bring their own weights pretty much adapt the workout to whatever we have that day Mm -hmm. and the athletes that we have coming in and so that's what that's what we've been doing. What time do you wake up? On average, in between four thirty and five every every morning. What what first thing you do when you wake up? Uh, read. How long? Ha- Twenty five minutes, half hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four thirty. I think that discipline from calendar clubs spilled over. It. I started accidentally doing it. I didn't realize it because I've been waking up. I usually wake up around six to seven for calendar mm-hmm. club. Um. And that was pretty much get up, water, go to the bathroom, and then go for a walk or a run. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once I started doing the outdoor fitness classes, um, the first class of the day is 6 a.m. Yeah. And I needed to make sure that I was on, like, my mind needs to be clear. I need to have intensity at 6 a.m. Yeah. Because if I don't, no one else is going mm-hmm. to. And so I couldn't just wake up, like, a half hour before roll out so, of bed yeah exactly like, try to half-ass yeah because i want to get there 15 minutes early to have everything set up yeah. so that means that i'd have to leave the house by 5 30 and i'm like i need at least an hour so i started waking up at 4 30 to do that and so i woke up at 4 30 kind of woke myself up got some coffee in me read a little bit got my mindset down um you know get ready to bring that that inspiring positive attitude to a workout session and then i can't sleep in past like seven now yeah and i think <laughs> commenting on community when sam told me he started waking up at 4 30 i went and visited him for a day or two and i was like he's like dude you need to hop on the early the early grind mm-hmm. and so then i started waking up at 6 6 30 every day and i'd start by reading for an hour taking notes and all this and dude my mind is so clear mm-hmm. like it's insane and i think also at at six o'clock five thirty, whenever 
there are literal no distractions because yeah. no distractions are awake. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't go on my phone and Snapchat people because everyone's sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'm up. I might as well yeah. read, meditate, listen to a positive podcast and go for a walk. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool if you're looking at community and the people you surround yourself with. Like Sam inspired me to start doing this and then i can maybe inspire someone else and you think of that ripple effect yeah also too the the great thing about the early morning grind is you're tired at the end of the day Uh like you got to go to bed i don't say if you want to start waking up early it doesn't start with going to bed early it starts waking up early and then you go to bed early yeah (laughs) that's us you have to get those through those first couple of days of waking up tired and stuff like that um and then at the end of the day you're gonna start getting tired around nine o'clock Right. Um, I'm usually in bed between 9 and 10. Yeah. Um, And then I can still consistently wake up between 4.30 and 5. But the end of your day, after 8 o'clock, no one's really doing anything productive. Uh-huh. Dude, Um, what's his name? Pablo Lopez. He um, he came to our school and talked to us. He's owner of Mosina Coffee. Hopefully we can get him on the podcast mm-hmm. once. Super dope guy. Cool. Went to St. Ed's. And... um. He came and spoke to our Spanish class. And, dude, literally, I took a yellow notepad out, and I was taking notes on everything he said. Because mm-hmm. he was 24, I think. Yeah. He's an entrepreneur. He went to college. He went to, like, Case, got, like, great degrees and everything. And he has his own business, Mosina Coffee. And um, he goes, yeah, I go to bed at, like, 8.39 every night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, like, well, I go to bed early, too, so I'm like, okay. And then he goes, like, think about every single thing you do after 8 o'clock. Yeah. It's pointless. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I wake up at 5.30 every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, yeah, after 8 o'clock, bro, it's Netflix. It's pointless conversations on Snapchat. It's, like, yeah. just snapping pictures of our faces. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have any TV shows. I haven't. I rarely watch TV. Yeah, I, like, I haven't watched much TV either. Mm-hmm. And especially, do. <laughs> the news no miss i don't even have that. cable i don't even have cable for the news the only I, go on, I go on twitter dude oh that's all you need that's all i need first of all but after like five minutes of scrolling i'm like ew like this is too much negativity for me yeah yeah it's gross oh i was cool. gonna say something um on the point of when sam was talking about um keeping himself accountable I think it was cool how you can use social media to keep yourself accountable. So I think a lot of people thought we were posting like our miles to be like, hey, look at us, what we're doing. But rather it was, I'm using social media as a tool to keep me accountable. Mm -hmm. Because I know if I don't post my miles, hopefully someone will reach out to me and be like, yo what's up like why aren't you you know mm-hmm. that would be at least my hope that someone didn't that happen with me and you weren't you like not gonna get your miles in it was like 10 o'clock and you just got out of the shower yeah uh, that, so one night that i go? think one night i don't know i i got home from something i forget where i was it wasn't anything big or whatever i think i was at like mom's house or something <laughs> and i came home and i was like four miles short and it was like ten thirty. And um, my legs were torched from running. So I was walking. I was walking the streets of Lakewood up to like 
I think I ended at 1247. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally like listening to a podcast, just like walking back and forth on Madison, like up and down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I got it done. I think the another thing with Calendar Club was running far enough away where you're forced to yeah. get the miles coming back. That was know? my strategy. I was like, if I could run four miles in one direction, I'm going to have to go back four miles anyway. So right. Yeah, one day James and I hiked all eight miles. <sighs> Dude. First, so the first four miles were cool. And, you know, it's nice. It's very, like, meditative, I guess you'd say. Relaxing. And then, like, my, like, six, seven, eight, dude. Hmm. I was, I like, I was like, oh my gosh, I never knew walking could be dude, so Dude, walking's hard. tough, man. Yeah, you know, you know Calendar Club hits you when you're walking and your, like, hips and knees are just, like... Aching. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But, That's um... Horrible. Yeah, that was something yeah. else. Did you, did you ever get, like, a runner's high or no? Uh. I think I, I tried to, like, trick myself into getting, like, a runner's high. Like, if I thought I had a runner's high, I'd be like, oh, my God, I have a runner's high, you know? Yeah, kind like, of. Especially when I was running on Madison. If I was running on Madison, I'd run in the bike lane, mm-hmm. and then I'd get tunnel vision. Like, oh, okay. just, like, looking straight ahead, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have a runner's high, even though I don't know what that is. Yeah, I kind of had here and there. Mm-hmm. Um. It was always like at the last couple miles though, yeah. but it wasn't the last mile. Yeah, no. It was like my like if I had seven that day, it'd be like mile four and five. Yeah, it helps also. I know James uh, talked about this when we were talking to him. He would always run uh, shirtless on Detroit, and he'd be like, "I wouldn't stop because I'm not gonna like walk shirtless on Detroit," you know? Yeah, it's a main street. Yeah, so like, I guess that's he's like everyone like. would see me. So that was something too. Like every time I'd run past Barrio or like a bar, I was on it. <laughs> I was like booking PR time, like past there. And then like right as I clear like their site, I'm like, oh, sh- like what did I do? Right, right. That's funny. Cool. Well, kind of tying things together, bringing things in. Um, for sure, my takeaway from Calendar Club was consistency, dedication, continuous effort towards a single goal. Yeah, I, I I can't remember what book it was in. It might have been Grit by Angela Duckworth. I think it's right there. Mm-hmm. But um, there was some equation that was like consistency times effort over the long run is like how you win. Yeah, and it's just the thing with Calendar Club was it was it taught me not to judge like a workout or the running that much because i knew i had to do it the next day mm-hmm. so like after a run i'd be like i wouldn't like congratulate myself mm-hmm. i'd just be like good i finished today i get the opportunity to start back again tomorrow right so i think yeah. that was that was super dope that was something that i didn't think would come from calendar club yeah i love it i love it cool well thank you for everyone who supported the movement the community shout yeah. out to the facebook group um Dude, people were grinding, man. Yeah. I loved it. The, the thing is, though, even the people that didn't make it through the whole month, even the people that did it one day, that's awesome. That's one day that they wouldn't have done it right, regardless. Right, you without know? the calendar club, they wouldn't have done that yeah. one day. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, after the calendar club, I reached out and I, like, posted in the group chat. I was like, I'm proud of every single one of you. Mm-hmm. 
for doing at least one day because that's more than you would have done you yep. know yeah so it's all about and like our neighbor said it too um the biggest takeaway he took was that his body's um capable of more than yeah he thinks and that's something that was huge i think for a lot of people so that was super dope and uh we'll have to start another movement or something like that get a community together and um don't be afraid to reach out i guess i'd say that yeah like we're always willing to to help and um just like be open to people like yeah hit us up if you're if you're surround if your surroundings aren't that of cultivating positivity and cultivating a mindset and you just feel kind of like you're just constantly being dragged down by that hit gabe and i up like reach reach out on instagram because literally like we have group chats where it's strictly like all positivity throughout the day like dude there is no negativity in in the external with us right i don't think like i've I've worked pretty hard to kind of eliminate that from my life yeah because it's doesn't do anything man yeah no sometimes i I go through like my instagram following yeah i'm like negative unfollow negative unfollow Mm -hmm. negative unfollow don't need something it's just something you got to do at some point um but yeah like uh, (laughs) sam and i are never gonna be like nah like i don't want to be friends with you (laughs) like straight up like and especially if you want to be like if you want to become a better person mm-hmm. in any area of your life, like we will help you any way possible we can. For sure. So reach out to us, Instagram, yep. Snapchat, Facebook, whatever. Awesome. If you like the episode, go ahead and share it with someone that you think could benefit off of it. Um, this is the end of season one. So season two will kick off. Hopefully we can record it soon. Yeah. And I guess just since season one is wrapping up, I just want to say, um, if you have something in your mind that you think is scary, but you want to do it, like starting a YouTube channel, starting a podcast, maybe taking a video on Instagram or posting something inspirational, don't worry about what other people think of you because they have enough things on their plate to worry about anyway. Mm-hmm. And the thing that Sam and I back up on every single day, every single podcast, every single video is if this impacts one person, that's enough. Yeah. And even the fact that Sam and I are speaking to each other we always impact each other so that's why we'll never stop posting yep so feel me on that and peace thanks thanks guys love you